What's up? This is All Up In Your Biz and I'm Yvonne Trakian. This season, I'm talking to doers, believers, and most importantly, manifestors. They have launched products, built communities, and above all, believed in themselves and believed that anything is possible. So listen up and you never know, you too might start manifesting your dream life. So, Maura, I'm about to get all up in your biz. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for inviting me in. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for coming in. So, Yoga with Maura, Sunrise Clubbers, Sunrise Roadshow, Retreats, Hearts of Courage. Yeah. <laughs> now a podcast, Manifestation Queen. You are killing it. Oh, no, thank you. It's good. It's good. Business is good. Love it. I'm absolutely um, just love what I do. And I can't stop. And I feel like I'm still just beginning. So it's it's really good space to be in. I got up like I honestly I'm a morning person, right? So I grew up in L.A. So I feel like in the States when it's sunny and stuff, people tend to be early risers and go to bed early. But in Ireland, it tends to be kind of the opposite. Like they get up a little bit later and then they go to bed quite late. But when I went to sunrise yoga with you, the (laughs) amount of people, I had to get up at 4.30 a.m. to go and I was shocked. It's like, how has she created this community to get all these people up on a Saturday morning to do yoga for oh, the sunrise. No, I think I, um, I've i got good persuasion skills. <laughs> uh, no, to be honest, I have always been a morning person. Absolutely love my, my mornings. I'm like my dad, like that. But um, when I... I moved to New Zealand I lived in New Zealand for about six years and I moved back here in about 2017 and that had really got those good early morning habits you know I was going to yoga studios at 6am before my day of work and it really got into it so when I got home and I just wanted to keep that habit you know people in Ireland love the bed and I don't blame them when it's when it's you know miserable or or damp outside but um, over lockdown I started my online studio and I started a a 7am club So the 7am club kept going and and people just felt positive. You know, the first thing to do is in the morning is your yoga, your meditation, your mantras, you know, prepping the body for manifestation, as you know well. Um, And then last year, after being online with people for so long, I was like, I want to do these community meets and my favorite time of the day is sunrise. So I put it out there and it's just grown. So I think my first sunrise actually just past the anniversary was The last Saturday in July 22, I think we had like 60 or 70 people and then it grew and grew. And then in in August, I think we had double that 120. And then September, it was like 200 and grew, grew, grew. And I think even on January, I think my best sunrise this year was January 22. The whole sky was red, pink. It was stunning. I think we had over 300 people there. So it's just going. And I just feel like um, I call them my sunrise clubbers. It's just a community thing. It's just getting together, getting outside, you know, breathing in the fresh air. We just do a very gentle flow. So everyone is it can can practice. Everyone that doesn't need any kind of flexibility can. It's just about getting together, moving, breathing, and of course, a dip in the sea. So thank you for coming along that morning. I couldn't believe it. You've got your hands full with twins. And I you made know, the trip. I know. <laughs> I came out and then it, right at the end, my husband was calling me because one of the twins was like, 
oh, rolling on his belly. I was like, I, I wanted to do the dip in the sea, but I'm so afraid of the water, the cold water. And it almost got me out of that. But I promised myself, I was like, I was like, I'm going to jump in the water. And then he called and I had to get, but look, I got the most out of it. You didn't snooze your alarm. You're up a half four. Snooze. So that was a win. <laughs> I got out. I drove out. And it's just such amazing. I really do believe the saying like, you know, win your morning, win the day or is that how it goes? That it's it really like if you set yourself up for a good morning, you're just on a roll. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm all about that, you know, and just a positive mindset. And you know, we all go through stages in, in our lives where things happen and you can't get into it and you get into a fog. I'm guilty myself and then I'm like, why aren't I getting up? And for me, it's just that peaceful time. Like I don't have a house like you full of kids, just me and my husband and my dog. But just nobody, you know, before I do my teach my yoga classes, just a half an hour meditation, even just sitting with a cup of tea by myself. That is just key, key to success and key to a positive day. Yeah. And I did not get out of bed to do my workout this morning. And my husband got up and I just got up quickly and showered and got the kids ready and my husband got up and said how are you this morning I was like I'm annoyed at myself I pressed news I didn't get out of bed I had enough sleep I should have gotten up but I didn't and like tomorrow I'm definitely going to get up because I usually do but sometimes you just have to you don't have motivation is only going to get you so far sometimes you just need to say get out of the bed get up I know you don't want to but get up a hundred percent but also I feel like the worst thing if you just snooze or you sleep in or you miss a day don't worry the, the worst thing that you can do is beat yourself up with guilt because if you're guilty then what do you do you have a negative vibration you're feeling bad you're attracting that all day and I just feel like let it go move on and then just go again yeah totally right I'm gonna get up tomorrow I'm gonna do my workout and I'm gonna let it go <laughs> so new day tomorrow <laughs> new day it's a new day exactly so tell me like where this all started like creating your yoga community where were you I read somewhere you had a corporate career you were you told you said you were in New Zealand like usually when someone like give up their career it's just like they have this huge passion for something or they're just fed up with where they are so what was it for you uh for me I genuinely just kind of stumbled across my career I went out well god this is a long story but you know I'll I'll make it quick Uh, (laughs) but basically I just got into a job in New Zealand I loved the people that I worked with it was insurance I had a great team of girls we had the absolute banter absolute crack but when I was working I didn't enjoy the work that I did Uh, and the only thing that I enjoyed was getting to my yoga class at 6am or even I do a double class one in the morning one in the evening and that was where I was like feeling you know at ease at peace Um, and then about in 20 I think I started practicing yoga in 2011 but I think it was about 2014 this particular teacher uh, Lizzie she was amazing I just went to her class and there was something she did in that class and just a light bulb went off and I was like do you know what like life has more to it like I'm not happy for 40 hours my week obviously I work with good people I'm all about the people what can I do and I just said you know what I'm going to do my yoga training and maybe if I got to teach one class a week that would just fill my little cup and I'd be doing something for other people you know bringing a little bit of that zen that I was finding from my yoga class to other people um fast forward on literally copied her went to the school that she went to in India did exactly what she told me to do came so you quit your job then quit my job quit my job but I was moving country at the same time so I was living in New Zealand Sorry, I'm talking very fast. I no, think. no, you're great. You're great. Because no, I think people don't recognize 
how much courage you need to actually give up a career that has, you know, a stable income to go and pursue your passion. Like I haven't even, you know, I'm still in my corporate job, which is funding all my side hustles. But like it's, I think the people that are really brave are the ones that like quit their job and like, no, I'm going to follow this. Like, did you think to yourself, well, what's, like, what's the worst that can happen? Well, or I feel, be, like, what, honest, what way were you thinking? Yeah, so I wasn't really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I was in at New Zealand for six plus years and I was ready to move back to Ireland. I was ready to do a bit of traveling and then move back. Um, and it's so funny, the year before I left, I um, there was another company, a competitor company, and I applied for a job with that company and it was going to be like a 20K increase salary, like something amazing. And I was like, right, if I got that for a year before I left, it's going to be more money in the bank to leave my job, to go traveling do whatever um so didn't get the job and then it was like about three months until I was about to hand in my notice and leave and the other company contacted me and they contacted me and it was like I think it was even more of a pay rise I think it was going to be an extra 30 grand they're going to give me a car all this kind of stuff and I was like this is the biggest test from the universe right if I this is handed to me on a plate I was talking to my mom and dad they were like take it stay for another year make money (laughs) you know then go whatever and I was like this is the universe going okay do you want this big shiny you know shiny uh, thing in your bank account or do you want to be happy and I just felt like that was the biggest test that I was sent like I sat with it for a good few days and I was like no if I don't go off to India if I don't go off and do my training I'll never do it I'll just get stuck there for a year I'll get used to the money and then I'll go for another year and it'll just keep going so I do feel that was a bit of a test from the universe I had just a couple of years before that um, read The Secret so I was very much on that journey of listening to everything that I was that was coming at me so when I finally took the plunge I did actually feel that I was just going to travel for a year and then I was going to find a new corporate job in Dublin So that was the plan. I was like, I'll do my yoga training, travel for a year, come back, get a good job, be able to get a mortgage, all all the things you're supposed to do, and then do a little bit of yoga on side to fill my cup. Um, And then fast forward in India for a month, turned out to be, turned into being three months of training, loved it. And at the last week of training, I was like, I'm never going back into an office. I need to bring this to Irish people. Um, so literally just hustled, to be honest, Yvonne. Like, it hasn't been easy. Um, the first um, year, you know, there was some weeks I was lucky to get 200 euro in my account from teaching. There was other weeks I was paying more for renting a space than I was earning, you know, and it just was really putting myself out there teaching every class that I could grab in gyms in studios I was like a yoga teacher on wheels um trying to grow an Instagram at the same time and and I was getting a lot of setbacks you know yeah Um, and this is what people don't see like they look at your page yoga with Maura 35,000 plus people a, a massive crowd at the sunrise yoga, you know, you traveling with your husband. It just looks so amazing. And, and but people don't realize how much work and time and effort. And you're really authentic on your page. It's not like you're just get, telling everybody well, the highs and highs. I do only share a lot of the highs, though, because... I just feel like everyone has an, enough negative stuff in their life that if I come on at my baggage, it's just more. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Also, it's funny that you say that because I do find I'm like, should I be sharing more of this, more of that? And I was like, I just don't want to be Moni Mora. 
<laughs> so 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 when you when you like you know 200 euro a week like and you're starting to struggle week, honestly like oh that was a good week oh yeah, wow okay like just I was just struggling um I did have I did I did travel for a year with my husband we had I think I had about 10 grand in my bank account to, to kick off the business well it wasn't really to kick off the business it was just to pay the rent and keep going so I was just barely making ends meet every week every month and um you know he had just got a job in Ireland he'd moved from New Zealand with me so it was a lot going on but literally for about a year and a half you know there was so many times where like I, I set up my first yoga retreat um I think maybe like I got like four or five customers so I got my friends and cousins to come to make it look like there was more people there than there was you know and um, my first trip uh Greek retreat in Greece I got a good crowd but I also got my brother his wife his my mother and my mom his mother-in-law so there was a lot of people rallying around me yeah you know and it was a lot of support from my family from day dot and my friends and I know some of them thought I was mad you know going to be a yoga teacher but I had this vision um but even now you know there, there's so many business ideas and things in my business that I start that don't work out um but I, I just want to say if, if you do persevere you know and, and I read it persevere over pos- possibly the first like that was 2017 and I moved home until 2020 and um, things didn't really start to get um easier for me that's three years three years yeah yeah but how like on a day where on a week where you're like struggling because because I know a lot like there's this big huge study and it talks about uh the longest study on happiness and it talks about um uh money success possessions are not what actually make you happy it's actually your connections and your with family or friends or your husband but if there's no money it's hard sometimes to have a high vibe because like we still live in a country that's really expensive. We live in Ireland. We've got to pay for things. You've got to have a microphone for your sunrise clubbers. You've got to have, you know, you've got to pay for stuff. You've studios, all of that. Like, were there any times that you're just like, God, should I just go back and get a corporate job on the side? Um, do you know what? No, there never was because I know that might sound a bit funny, even though there was weeks and months of struggling. I honestly knew that every day I taught a class and what people got that little bit of joy and people I got the, you know, positive feedback from people and they loved my yoga. And I really believed that I was doing something good. I was like, this is going to work. It's going to catch on. Ireland's going to wake up. You know, people were just starting to dabble in yoga a little bit more and more and more. And I could just feel like I know I, I said, said to my husband the whole year before 2020, I was like, something big is coming. And he was just like, something big is coming. I think it was the <laughs> pandemic I was feeling coming. So, yeah. you know, and, and the pandemic was such a hard time for so many people. And I don't like to be insensitive, but to be honest, it was a really good time for me. Yeah. Um, and I was really able to focus and I was able to build an online studio that I never even dreamed of. So, um, yeah, the hustling paid off. I'm still hustling though, you know, people don't realize what goes on behind the scenes, you know, um, you have to constantly put yourself out there constantly trying to make you know decisions um but I'm loving it yeah and I I like I love the way that you say something big is coming and you say it to your husband because this morning I was saying to my husband I was like he always says to me oh yeah yeah you manifested that Yvonne but like where's the proof you know so I just said Fahan (laughs) this morning I was like I want to tell you something because you're going to say to me oh yeah you say now I'm going to tell you something I'm going to tell you these names Sarah Blakely, Novak Djokovic, Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
Jim Carrey. And he was like, yes. And I was like, they are all huge manifestors and they're going to be on my podcast someday. And he was like, all right. Okay, well, fine. you put it out there now. Now it's proof that you've said it. I've said it. <laughs> I write it down on my manifestation box. But he sounds like, because I, I saw him at the, your husband at the Sunrise uh, Club. Is he just like super supportive like uh, of yeah, you he's, he's, and what you do and he's very good he's very good now he is a bit of a skeptical person about um you know the the manifesting and the power of the universe he's very like he needs like the, the the proof the science all this kind of stuff but I think like so so many things that I have manifested like even there was something last night I'm not going to say it out loud it was something we were watching last night and I was like watch this space I'll be there in this time next year something's going to happen with that and I was like, just take note because you'll say, you just worked for that. I was like, I'm manifesting <laughs> yeah, yeah. that right now. So, but so, it is work. It is work. Yeah. Is, wor- is work too. Yeah. It's taking. It's taking action. You know. And then I said to him, like, I've attracted that. Or and then I've like, something negative's coming. I was like, that's all I've attracted now. I'm just talking about the weather, and now it's raining. I've attracted <laughs> that, you know. And I believe that. Um, but there is. I don't know if you've heard. There is a little bit of um. toxicity around manifesting at the moment. Not at the moment. Maybe we're just in that buzz. But I do feel that, you know, some people are kind of like fighting against it and like, you know, it's such a privileged thing to to be able to do because of your circumstances. So I feel like I'm a little bit more wary of just saying on my platform, I manifested this because I do feel that can touch a nerve for some people. Yeah. And I don't know if, if like, you know, someone that's trying to have a baby or they're trying to go through something in a job and everything is just, you know, and sometimes shit things just happen to people. So I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm all about attracting manifest putting out there, but lately, I don't know what it is. I just feel I've listened to a few podcasts. People are a bit like, and I was like, I get it, you know? Um, Yeah. yeah, What do you think on that? I just think that like one thing that I say about manifestation, like for me, the definition of manifestation is seizing opportunities, taking action and living your dream life. It's not like I do a vision board and bang, you know, that's my Love you know that. villa in Portugal. It's taking action. Yeah. And a couple things that I say, like I was out on Saturday night with my friends and they said to me, Yvonne, on your Instagram, one girl in particular said, I just wish that you would say to people a bit more that, okay, yeah, I manifested this, but you are the hardest worker out of all of us. We'd be out on a Saturday night or and on a Sunday morning, you'd be going into the office. I remember being in legs with the BlackBerry and like typing on my BlackBerry, to yeah, like what yeah. you should be doing. Like I worked <laughs> at a law firm, like I worked insane hours yeah. to get where I did. And then I believed I'd get a job in a public company. And then I did, but it was not because I you're sat kick, back. You were sat in a home just visualizing and waiting for it to come. <laughs> waiting for it to come. So she was like, I don't think people realize, Yvonne, that like you are a grafter. You're a hustler. You're working hard. You're like, I'm still up now at 5 a.m. And I'm like, I was in hospital on Christmas Eve and uh, having the twins going in for a section. I was messaging my husband saying, I've got six pause penny boxes that have just come in for, for, for a neighbor. You've got to pack them up. You've got to pack. And he's like, who? Who is in hospital doing oh this? Oh my like, gosh. But that's what, so. So there you go. That, that answer, it's, it's hard work and maybe people don't realize that. Maybe I just need to keep going on my, you know how sometimes a few little comments 
can make you just feel a bit mm, okay keep my little manifesting thing to myself um but it is important to share as well yeah isn't it? and someone said to me recently because I put up a post recently and it said like you know July was such a great month for me I you know I said on the 7th of July I wanted to start a podcast on 21 days later I had, I had it started I wrote it down I did my game changer at this thing that I did online and also how mom stuff weaning my twins potty training my little girl and someone wrote back to me and was like boom that's great and then I said and then I got this like oh do I sound a bit boasty and and the girl said yeah. to me she was like you know what if you trigger somebody else because you're taking action and you're working hard then they've got to consider why that triggers them a little bit yeah. but I do appreciate that like we're privileged I've worked hard to get where I am but there's always going to be challenges in manifestation like in November of 2019 I had written down I was going for a job as head of legal for EMEA for Fitbit my dream job I used to walk past Fitbit I love it (laughs) I used to walk past Fitbit every day on Bagot Street with my son who was um uh, uh, like it was his catnap, so he used to walk back, and I used to be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work in there. I'm gonna work in there." Anyway, I made a few connections of how to get my CV in there, but like, it's all up to you after that. And I was like, "This is my dream job. I'm gonna get it." And then eventually, what had happened was they got acquired by Google. But we were talking salary, everything. So then I was like, "That's it. I'm gonna write down. I'm gonna be head of legal and operations for a tech startup, and." I want another baby and I wrote it down on a piece of paper and that January I got pregnant with a little girl and I got a job and with the tech startup and he asked me what do you want your title to be and I said head of legal and operations but it wasn't for me a tech wasn't for me and then the little girl that I had said I wanted another baby passed away so we are all going to be challenged on our journey of creating our dream life it's that's just the reality of, of of it all there's going to be ups and downs there's going to be you're going to have seasons where you're going to have more sunrise yogis and then the other seasons yeah, where you just get these big roadblocks and you know the universe throws these things at you and I just think you just got to learn from it as well and just take it all in totally get what you're saying no and you know and often it is on people so yeah love that yeah love that amazing so <laughs> I saw this on your Instagram oh gosh and I I asked let me you know let, what I cringe what, like I cringe at my own own content like what I'll, I'll post something and I can't look again I'm like uh, I can't I'm even actually, listen to my own stories I'm like stop it I'm <laughs> actually not sure how I'm gonna listen back to the podcast because I can't listen to myself so I think that's gonna be a problem on my own page hold on let me I'm find sure you. it'll be amazing um okay there's something about your own voice even when I hear myself teaching when checking on my classes and like you know you're you're and I'm like my voice (laughs) okay I'm gonna show this to you resisted the urge to try get skinnier this summer instead I'm enjoying my carbs and curves I absolutely loved it I feel like it's just so authentic but can you talk to me about like being a yoga teacher and do you feel this pressure to have a certain body look a certain way yeah god I should I could talk about this all day um and this is another thing that I'm like uh, I suppose I'm not I'm trying to be like mindful of like I know uh like looking at me I'm aesthetic I'm slim I'm tall like I know I'm not and gorgeous I'm not overweight you know but I, I have feel for what 
I'm used to in my body you know I did go through a stage where I was a lot lot slimmer um and I suppose every summer you know last summer I got married so I was like boom 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 you know get those 20,000 steps a day you know I watching what I was eating da, 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 da. and then it's just diet culture though you know so we're made to kind of like it's everywhere since I'm I'd say there isn't a, I don't think I have a disorder but I don't know if I do or not but I would say every day since I can remember being a teenager even now I think about my weight and I criticize myself and um, that being said I love food so I criticize myself but I keep <laughs> eating and I'm definitely someone that eats my feelings yeah. um and I love good food I love nutritious food when I'm eating healthy um I'm still having my chocolate I'm still having you know you know I'm eating a balanced diet all the time um and I suppose when I look back on pictures and times that I was really slim I definitely wasn't eating a balanced diet um, and I wasn't eating to fuel myself so this summer I just didn't get on the whole buzz of you know April trying to get really skinny for my bikinis all summer and I know I know in that in that video um, someone said to me you don't look big or you don't look and I was like I know but this year I was I was in Portugal then I was enjoying my pizza and I was you know just just enjoy myself so um yeah it's something that I'm working on I suppose I didn't really know much about um like diet culture and stuff over the last couple of years I'm just listening to what we say to ourselves like it's it's crazy what you tell yourself you know and and as as what you said I find pressure as a yoga teacher yeah absolutely you know and I feel like I'm advertising something that's really good for your body to make you feel stronger um to make you feel like you know more flexible um so I'm I never say yoga will help you lose weight I'm allergic to that gives me the ick because it's not why I do yoga at all yoga's for my mind for my physical health for my joint health for my flexibility um I do other practices when I think of losing weight um I've just I've always separated weight from yoga but I'm still conscious of how I look uh bringing a class does that make sense I like it just makes so much (laughs) sense because in my because I grew up in LA I think I became obsessed with the way I looked and I think if you live in a hot country for a while you're in like less clothes right than than you are in Ireland and I was, I took fat burners, everything. I had a personal trainer in every city that I ever went to, like obsessed with my weight. Mm. And then it crept into a little bit of my 30s, but living, then I got pregnant and all, and all that. And I was like, no, I don't care. Like, and then I went to Greece this summer and I've had twins and I put on a bikini and to say, they're, like people are like, you don't look big, you look great, but I'm like, it's no matter how big you are, if you're used to being a certain way or a certain size, yeah. and I don't know what it is because I know now I look back in my 20s and I'm like, you looked great. And there were nights out that I'd be, I went to college in Galway, I'd come home to Kerry and they'd be like, let's go out tonight, my family. And I'd be like, no, I've nothing to wear. I look fat. Like I wasn't. I know, but I, and I just feel like when I'm 60, I'm going to look back at my 40s now with my kids and be like, you looked great. Yeah. Like you looked fine. Just accept the way you look. So it's definitely something that I also have to work on. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I, I know and um, there was a saying that. If you, like some of my guests, have your own product or are manifesting launching your own product, how do you visualize yourself running your business? 
I hope your vision doesn't involve frantically stuffing and shipping boxes from your house or garage when a top fulfillment center like Autofulfill could be handling this for you. This means that you're doing so well that someone else is taking care of your orders while you sip your coffee and plan your next growth goal. If you're looking to grow and scale your online orders, think Autofulfill, our podcast sponsor. You chill, they fulfill. Hey, let me give you a quick manifestation tip. It's called subscribe, like, and share, share, share this episode. And I know what you're going to say. Yvonne, how is that a manifestation tip? So here's a little secret. The more you support others, the more the universe will support you. So when you share this episode, say to yourself, I am a super manifester. And remember, keep sharing. Happy manifesting. I actually used to love and now it's absolutely um, disgusting Kate Moss's nothing tastes as good as skinny feels or something like that like it's absolutely toxic it's terrible but I remember even um you know my early 20s late teens in college um we'd like you know be living on pizza and alcohol put on a bit of weight and then we'd I'd want to like wear a dress or go out the weekend I just wouldn't eat for a day or two and then I'd be skinny again and it was just this crazy yo-yo. I was like, what am I doing? Um, and even I went to, on a, my J1. I remember uh, with all the girls, we'd have one meal a day just to keep us going. And we were able to manage and do that. Now, that being said, we would probably drink a couple <laughs> yeah, liters of yeah. alcohol at night. <laughs> but like we'd just have like one meal a day wherever we were working, get fed there. And that was our focus for the summer, just to try and stay slim, like just banana stuff. Like I wasn't fueling myself. Um, so now I'm all about, you know, I eat protein every meal, fuel myself, eat my treats, all about balance, but I'm working on not being guilty and not being self-conscious. I think it's something we have to. Yeah. And yeah. it also goes back to the kids. Like I've got a little girl and the thought of her just like, like, cause now we're just so obsessed with social media and how good people look like even on social media now, like I won't do, and this is sad. Like I won't do a stories without putting the filter on. I'm like, too many lines, too many lines. Oh my but gosh. Like, you, you, you know, yeah. and, but that's just the reality. Yeah. And like, I'm like. Well, you know, you can stop that now today. Absolutely. You're beautiful. No filter <laughs> needed. Honestly, I actually did stop filters um, probably around 2019, I think it was, just before the, or around the pandemic, before the pandemic. I got through the stage where, I don't know if you remember those filters that everyone would use and you'd put like lashes on. Yeah. Um, and I was constantly trying to build my Instagram and talking on my stories all the time and I'd have a filter on all the time. And then it was one day I was just used to looking at myself in the, in the phone filter. I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, is that how you look? Like, look at your bags, look at this, look at this going on in your face, your skin. And I was like, I'm stopping filters. And I actually came onto my stories and I was like, guys, I'm not using filters anymore because it's actually teaching me to be more like self-conscious. So now I haven't used a filter in a couple of years. That being said... I will work with good light, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, I'm well, not using I will filter, stop. I will st- do it in front of the window or outside <laughs> or it looks better. <laughs> I'm going to stop using filters when I get Botox, which is in about two weeks. So there you go. Okay. So give me two more. Give me two more. Oh, you more have like weeks. a big ring light. <laughs> yeah. 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 One of those as well. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Same. Yeah. We're, you know what? Like, that's life. And sometimes you can't just beat yourself up all the time about your weight and your face. Sometimes, like, just natural. You know, we're, yeah. we're comparing ourselves like, to other people we're looking at this and that but look uh yeah, yeah this no. is turning into a good chat about body positivity like I have to say like 
for me, like I just think of every single day what I'm grateful for is the fact that you have a body that you can move in, that you can breathe. Like that is a gift. If I can get on my yoga mat every day and sit on my yoga mat or teach a yoga class on my yoga mat, like I just feel like I'm winning at life. So when things are going crap and everything's going on, I'm worried about, you know, my my belly or whatever going on or my arms, whatever going on my body. I'm like the fact I can do my down dog. I can be in a child's pose. I can breathe like you're winning. That's a that's a good body totally it yeah. moves as long as it can move it's a good body yeah. but if it can't move obviously it's still, still a good body but like just being grateful for what you have I know and sometimes you just need a little bit of perspective I had I like I was really stressed out when I worked in a law firm and I got palpitations in my heart and I had one operation where they went up in my it's called an ablation they go up near a groin and they nicked a vein and they oh did gosh. not know in my groin how they were going to fix it they were like, we don't know if this is going to impact your life. We don't know if you're going to be, ha-. and I only had one baby at the time, if you're ever going to be able to have another baby. And I was like, oh my God, like, if what if I can't have any more kids? What is What impact is this going to have on my heart? And it just makes you, gives you so much perspective. But then life goes on yeah. and you kind of forget, yeah. you know? But look, so I have another one. And it's, it was just 11.11 when I picked up my uh, oh, make a wish. my phone. Make a wish. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this one, one of my favorites. Again. Nope. <laughs> we literally had the same weddings. So, really? Yeah. And, uh. and so I'll tell you the story. So I decided that I was going to have these teepee tents uh, for my wedding. And I got Magna Cata. I don't know who you got. but I, I got them as well. Oh, you did? So I went down <laughs> to Marion Square. And I told them that I was getting married on July 3rd, 2015 in Le And I put on a fake engagement ring. I wasn't engaged. Oh and my God, I love <laughs> the madness. I, I love it. <laughs> and he was like, and so where are you getting married? And I said, Le And he was like, well, okay, we'll come down to Le We'll measure a place. So I went down to Le My husband was on a stag of his friends. Yeah. Went down to the stall and I came in. I said to my dad, my dad and mom were in the kitchen. I was like, dad, so like we need the field beside us for the, for, for, for the tents, for the wedding. And he looked at me and he was like, Yvonne, when did you get engaged? And I looked and said, I didn't. And he was like, for the love of God, why can't you be like a normal person and get married in a hotel? So then anyway, when my husband proposed to me, I said, Don't worry, it's all How does July 3rd sound to you? Which was literally nine months later. But I just believed. So yeah. this is yours. I just love it. I manifested every part of this day my husband, a field full of love, the sunshine on my back. So. I love that one, actually. I have to say, that's not making me cringe. It's a happy memory, nearly coming up to a year now. So, um, the husband, yeah, my dream man. He's he's great. I don't really talk about him much, but he's great. <laughs> and um, so, the field of love. I just, so all I wanted... Um, well, basically, I've been to so many weddings, like yourself. So many weddings and hotels. So many beautiful weddings. When it came around to my wedding, it was supposed to be in 2020. You know, I told you something big was happening that year. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the wedding got cancelled. And um, also, it, it all worked out well. It was meant to be. And we, we postponed till 2022. And basically, I just want... I got the wedding ick before my wedding. Okay? okay. So I felt like... I've been to so many hotels, same, you know, beef or salmon. You know, I love going to a hotel about that. I just kind of didn't want the church. I didn't want it to be like too about me. You know, I'm a show off and I love attention, but it didn't. I just felt like, oh, 
oh, I can't even explain it. I just felt like, you know, uh, like my, my lovely bridesmaids, you know, they were trying so hard. What are we doing for the hen? Where are we going with it? I just felt like there's so many hens and wens I'm asked. It's the pressure of paying for this big weekend. I was like, I want a one night hen. I want a really simple wedding. I just want it just really simple. My really simple plan wasn't that simple. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> uh, it's by the way, anybody who's manifesting their wedding and wants tents, oh, so there much. is a lot of work to yeah, that and very expensive as well very but, expensive but, but yeah. it was do you know what it was worth every penny of it I and feel so you yeah like when I look at that video of you I'm like that is just like <laughs> and I don't even know you well but it just feels like yeah you and when I said it to my dad I was like dad I'm going to get married in the field at home and he was like delighted like he was thrilled uh, Wexford. Wexford yeah so the field next door uh, getting married there my mom was like what the hell you're gonna have a church wedding and all and then literally I was like no I'm walking up the field that's what I want, I want my dog there I want my husband so we had a field full of love it was absolutely incredible the whole summer I think every second person I met from my family my friends were like what if it rains yeah. uh, what if this you know da, da, da. and I was like I can feel the sun on my back I said that all summer right the three weeks before I had my hen we were washed out of for the hen I was like don't care it's coming for the wedding like up to like literally three days before the wedding that was really wet part of September we had crisp blue skies it was perfect and that day you know I had a backless dress and I could feel the sun I was just like thanks universe (laughs) I knew it was gonna be lovely and you know it's so funny so I feel like I manifested him and Uh, how so like there's a lot of people that say like to manifest your soulmate how like where did you meet him how how how, if someone wants to manifest their soulmate what did you do well I wouldn't say he's my soulmate I have a funny thing about that now oh you do okay so so I believe that sometimes your friends can be more so your soulmates I don't know if I'm right about this but sometimes I feel like a soulmate is someone that is like similar to you and when you meet you're just like you know when you meet that girl and you're like I just can't get away from you I just want to be with you all the time your best friends da, da, da. Yeah. I feel like I have a few besties that are my soulmates but Campbell was the complete opposite to any other guy I'd ever been with um, I was in a really long relationship for like five years and I was like I'm going to be single for a year you know live my best life all this kind yeah. of stuff and then I went to a party and I'm, we um, connected and we you know just he was just really interesting you know yeah. and and straight away I was like there's where something really interesting in New Zealand is, in, is that where he's from yeah that's where he's from in Auckland it was my cousin's party and um at that time and uh, when I went through my last breakup I was like I want someone that you know believes in like all my manifesting um or believes in me at least that is my supporter that is my like you know my he's he's in my, he's in the corner he's a cheerleader always push me on never doubts me and knows what I can do he doesn't necessarily believe in everything that I believe in like all my mystic <laughs> stuff and, yeah. Yeah. and everything I believe in but he uh, really does connect he really believes in me everything I do so yeah. I feel like I put all these things out there was a few tests and when I kind of released any fear from being from a different country I just knew that he was going to be um, a person for me you know um, but I also soulmate and he might think it's funny but like I just feel like he was the right person at the right time um but you know I do believe that there isn't the one you know the one I feel like he's my one but if I was living in a different country at that time I could have probably got a does that sound terrible no no I I get what you're (laughs) saying um but I feel like 
with the soulmate part, like we manifested in the same way because yeah. what I was doing was I was always obsessed with these fellas in the gym. Oh, that fella, I want that one. And then I went, I went to the secret, the, a talk in Dublin with Mike Dooley, you know, notes from the universe. Yeah. And he said, if you want to manifest a soulmate, you have got to stop choosing the person and choose the qualities. I love so, that. I love that. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went home and I wrote down supportive of my career because as a lawyer and I worked and like I always know my career is really important to me. Uh, financially independent. It's got to have its own money in the bank. Um, <laughs> uh, sporty because I was quite sporty and wanted a family. Two months later, I met him in a bar. Now we had kind there was kind of stuff there before like my friend had met him in Blackall Place which is a law place and she's like you've got to meet this guy for two years yeah two years she knew and I never I'd, and he was saying the same to her but and anyway. she could be your soulmate because oh, she's trying she, to connect you with him oh <laughs> she is she is definitely my soulmate I'd say if I have a girl soulmate this is the one and you know what she she like says to me manifestation that's shite but we're great great friends yeah yeah you know but she believes she like we're just great and she believes in you and that's all that matters you yeah. know yeah so I feel like I go off on a tangent so sorry about that you oh, asked me no, a question no, this, is great. <laughs> this is great people want to know how to manifest their soulmates and I just really I think you gotta put it out there but a big the qualities thing, yeah but also you need to make space for someone like loads yeah. of my friends that are single it's like they're so busy you've got no time I'm like you need to make space in your life for the dates for you do nothing having loads of time by yourself so when you do meet someone you know, he fits in, but also you have to be willing to compromise as well. Yeah. You know, and my, my and my husband, we've got a great, very healthy relationship, but we are opposites. So we had to learn each other's ways. You know, he's an absolute introvert. I have an extrovert that needs time alone to be in, you know, to, to, to recharge. And like, you wouldn't put us together, I'd say, like at a, at a party, like we're so different in how we like act how we talk how we do everything but we just work you know I'm his rock he's my rock and we matter what happens we just support each other and I feel like that's so important yeah and it's like you said go on the dates like my friend for two years was telling me about this guy you've got to meet him it's like she was like you have to meet him and sure I was saying I'm busy I'm in work I'm I'm too busy I'm too tired I'm too tired to go go on the dates so when I was looking back at your picture of you and your husband and going on your holidays, there was an element, honestly, where I got a little bit of a pain in my heart because Aww. it's such a beautiful time. It's such a beautiful time. But I was in such a rush to have kids. Mm. And then I had three miscarriages. So during that time, Myself and my husband say, we look back and we were like, there was every holiday, we went to Iceland, South Africa, California, everywhere. He's like, it was like there was a little black cloud over our heads. Now he would let go, but I couldn't let go because I was like, if I can't have a baby, like he wants a baby too, is my marriage going to work out? And I feel like I saw in your stories that you maybe took all this pressure out of that and can live your best marriage life because you had your eggs frozen. So yeah. can you tell me what your, can you just tell me a bit, bit about like, why did you do that? You sure you shared it with your community, yeah. which I think were, were people and I'll let you talk about it. Yeah. yeah so basically, um, 
the pressure. The pressure is still there, like a little bit. You know, I have all my friends, all my amazing friends having babies around me, you know, family having, having babies and it's a time. And I just feel like as a woman, I wanted to just take control. And I felt like, especially after I got married, so many people were like, he's having a baby now, he's having a baby now. I know I'm going to be a mother someday. I'm already a mother to my dog. <laughs> I love her so much. Um, But I'm just really enjoying building my business enjoying my marriage and my time and I just feel like you know what I'm not getting any younger so I just said I would um I was kind of thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it you know I'm always listening to to like some of my best friends have babies and I love their babies like they're my own and I just felt like you know your biological clock unfortunately ticks and I just said uh this year I was like you know I'm just gonna freeze my eggs like put them there in the freezer and then just give me a little bit more time um but obviously there's there's risks with it as in like you don't know if you know that it's going to work whatever or if the eggs will work eventually but I just felt like this year was the right time for me to do it I just really quickly went to a clinic didn't really tell much people and I was like I'm gonna do it and then just share it on my Instagram (laughs) (laughs) yeah I put it out there my like close friends or families I was like I'm doing it sharing out there and you wouldn't believe the amount of women that got in touch and they were thinking about it thinking about it so if I think if you're if you think you're single or you think you want to be a mum one day just do it um but obviously it costs money um it is a very privileged thing to be able to afford um but Ireland is cheaper than other countries you know I think I had a a friend of a friend that was just starting to the process in the UK and I think it was going to be around 7,000 or something pounds yeah. here I think I paid all up maybe 3,000 yeah. in around that mark and then you've got to pay 18 euro a month with the company that I'm with um and to keep them in a freezer sure that was a bottle of wine that I'm yeah. drinking you know what I mean 18 euro what's 18 euro like you know it's a couple of coffees a month that's the price so put them in the freezer I don't know when I'll I might never need to use them um if I don't use them I um will definitely probably donate them um oh wow and yeah we'll see we'll see I just feel like you know so many people going through um fertility people close to me um and I've got some eggs there so who knows yeah and it's really just taking control of the situation really like in some ways I look back and I just think God, maybe I could have been more in the present and enjoyed my marriage more if I had thought about. No, I think you're. you're it's weirdly. I think everyone's journey is is different, and also maybe you were just meant to have that. Even though it's been a hard journey, maybe it's. it's I just believe you know you can't compare yourself, and you know so many people asked me. They were like, and what? Like lots of people gave a lot of advice. It was very interesting. People were like, you need to make embryos. Um, if you're in a couple, you need to make embryos. So a lot of people said that to me, and that's when they combine the sperm with the yeah right and I just felt like um that was like I I spoke to the doctor about it they were suggesting me about it as well it costs a lot more money okay but also I felt like that was taking the power of my eggs away do you know what I mean I just felt like these are my eggs right yeah and then we're going to create these embryos and I know I'll be married to, to Campbell to Bambi and I feel I call him Bambi, so it feels weird to call him Campbell. That's when he's in trouble. Um, and I just felt it's going to be an extra couple of grand to do this, extra time. And I just feel like 
you know what I'm just gonna do it on my own I'm just gonna do the egg he's so supportive of it and that's what I did so a lot of people had a lot of advice and then I was like to, to back I was like well what if anything did happen in our marriage or what if he passed away I wouldn't possibly have the rights to the embryos and then it's a ho- then I have no babies you know so um I just did it on my own um you know some people um sent all sorts of stuff like oh you're gonna feel really bad you're gonna be like crazy with your hormones and it was like but I tried this I blocked out everything and I went in with a really positive mindset and I was like I'm doing this I'm just so privileged I'm able to afford to freeze my eggs pump my body with these drugs get them out whatever happens that whole um two weeks before I was you know hearing all this stuff and I actually was grand I was grand yeah I was like I'm not letting it get in and even now every every couple weeks someone will message me I'm freezing my eggs how do you feel and I was like girl I felt grand just go in be positive you're not you're gonna feel I felt like I just eaten a Christmas dinner felt a bit stuffed (laughs) for about a week but I'm still hungry yeah so um yeah good for you yeah good for you it takes courage still to do something like that because you are putting hormones like into your body but you're taking control that's it and I think it's pretty amazing to do it be like that my eggs yeah I'm not, my eggs yeah my eggs, you know <laughs> yeah but so. it wasn't like it was my like I'm you know even people were like oh what do you think that you know your marriage isn't going to work out whatever you know you're doing it by yourself I was like no I just want to they're mine like I'm doing this as an independent woman it's so funny and people I'm, say stuff like that yeah. like I remember our a really senior female in our work she said to me she was I was like no we have two bank accounts well three I've got my bank account he's got his bank account and then we have a joint account and she was like she's American she's like divorce and I was like I can have my own bank account like what are you talking about I need to have my own well, that doesn't mean I'm gonna get we, ha- we have a joint account and then I have my own accounts <laughs> he doesn't have his own accounts <laughs> I'm joking well who knows but it's just funny how when we moved to Ireland that's how it kind of worked out um but yeah no I get that yeah yeah so funny the advice anyway we're gonna finish off with a couple manifesting questions oh so, love it hit me <laughs> hit you okay your top manifestation tip top tip okay I would think um it would be working on your vibration okay so for me that would be your vibration if anyone doesn't know just how you feel and kind of like the frequency that you're at with your energy and how you're putting yourself out there and I feel like if you can keep that I know people take this in different ways if you can keep that like at a calm steady positive place I feel like all will come to you um and a vibration that you want to keep at so for example say if you you know want to manifest love okay keep doing everything that fills your heart that makes you feel warm that makes you feel so loved get all the cuddles from people you know all of that kind of stuff um if you want to you know keep manifesting your work success keep the keep the joy in your work and keep yourself at that vibration and then the big question how do you do that for me it's my yoga if I'm doing my yoga, if I'm doing my walk, your yoga can come in different forms. If I'm doing my meditation, if I'm doing my breathing, that's my toolkit. So if something makes you happy, like for example, swimming, if it makes, you know, go for a run, something. I mean, lying down watching the Kardashians can make you happy. That makes me happy. Um, my, my guilty pleasure is reality TV, but that doesn't do anything for my vibration. So, yeah. you know, you can kind of feed off their energy, da, 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 da. So doing something that doesn't involve technology, you know, 
do an online yoga class that's technology but not like something that does like I feel like movement breath or just going to the woods the park yeah and you have to figure out what that is for you yeah there's no rules it could be anything yeah could be vacuuming the house (laughs) hopefully not Uh, no thanks (laughs) that will lower my vibration uh manifestation uh tip the best thing you've ever manifested um this is a hard one because there's been so many so many things I feel like um being happy like and I know that might sound really cheesy but I genuinely feel like I've manifested that like my family my media family are also blessed I have five healthy brothers I have you know my niece and my two nieces a nephew my mom and dad and just that I always just want my family to be happy healthy I'm constantly manifesting that um definitely that I'm being able to do what I love every single day okay and yep. last two questions this one is what are you manifesting now what am I manifesting now oh I don't know if I can the road show the road show <laughs> yes I was like oh I've got something else coming but I can't talk about that just yet I haven't finalized it in the universe um the road show yes the road <laughs> yeah. show so the, the sunrise road show I wanted to start it off this weekend the bank holiday um but I'm hoping mid-August and I'm gonna do a road show I'm not I, I, I'm funny about it I'm gonna go do I'm kind of want to do all coastal um you have to go to Kerry I know I on. know so I'm thinking I'm gonna go um kick it off mid August I'm feeling the weather's gonna be better and then a sunny September and continue all through September so the road show being a success and people come always a fear will anyone come yeah (laughs) yeah I yeah I I think no matter what no matter how big your community is everybody has to realize that there's always that bit of you like will people show up they'll show up for you yeah and your final question what are you grateful for Oh, just being here with you, Yvonne. Oh, it's thanks. lovely to chat. Me you... getting all up in your biz. Yeah, love that. I even that. know about your love eggs that. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know where they, well, I don't know where they are. Yeah, but they're I know in some freezer somewhere. somewhere. I don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's actually so nice to talk to a fellow manifester. Oh, I love it. Like, I think I'm a manifestation queen and you should sh- No, sure you definitely are. are. But there's space for everyone, right? You've actually motivated me now more today to get on it again because, you know, you kind of fall off and things are happening, you know. But sometimes life is just good. Yeah, yeah. Life is just good and you're just like, well, I'm not necessarily, I am manifesting because every day, manifestation is a lifestyle. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's choosing your you- mood, choosing, yeah. choosing how you react. But 100%. every now and again, you just need to be like, okay, hold on a second I need to figure out some direction here and I'm gonna go yeah with it you know so this season with with uh uh the people that I have on this season they're all big manifestors and it actually just raises my vibe because I love like, that because th- they're all manifest I'm like yeah see you can do it you can do it and like I showed my husband this morning Novak Djokovic he was like from the age of seven years old I was saying that I was going to I actually see that. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh my God. And he's like, believe it, visualize it. And like, people always say to me, you're crazy. My husband says it like, I'm not sure about manifestation. I'm like, listen, I'll show you crazy. You'll see it. I'll show you crazy. And I'm happy happy to be like Sarah Blakely Spanks, Jim Carrey, all of them. Love Sarah Blakely. She's one of my idols. Definitely. Yeah. Love her. Uh, and I'm like, when, when, you know, uh, if they're all crazy celebrities, I'm happy to be yeah. in that pool. You'll be having a sports day like Sarah Blakely at her house. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, better uh, get a bit more land. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and her husband's amazing as well. Anyway, amazing. Thank I can't you. wait to go to the next sunrise. Yeah, I'll see you there. Yeah, I will for sure be there. Thank for you. sure. Thank you. Thanks so much. Hey, let me give you a quick manifestation tip. It's called subscribe, like, and share, share, share this episode. And I know what you're going to say. Yvonne, how is that a manifestation tip? So here's a little secret. The more you support others, the more the universe will support you. So when you share this episode, say to yourself, I am a super manifester. And remember, keep sharing. Happy manifesting.